Hello, hello. And we're back for our second podcast with the beautiful Sherry from Creative Mermaids and me, Kate, from Gumboots by the Sea. And today, well, the first thing we're going to talk about is the name of our podcast because that was a big theme in our introduction that we were just starting. We were just in the messy middle and just making it up as we went along, which is what we do so beautifully, may I add. Um, So Sherry, what did we come up with? creative spirits (laughs) (laughs) there's a beautiful pause then there's a beautiful delay so that was our drum roll imagine if you will the drum roll i'm telling you every time creative spirits get its freezes yep (laughs) spirits like you (laughs) so creative spirits it is and i like to think it's a very powerful name that's what's going on i think so i definitely definitely is a very powerful name and we're going to talk this episode we're going to talk about why the name creative spirits is such a powerful name and what being a creative spirit means for both sherry and i and what it has offered us because i mentioned in the first episode um breaking up with ego and i didn't start actually writing until you beautiful sherry told me that's just ego. Ego can take a hike. And that just transformed my whole using writing as a creative outlet and starting to write again. So, you know, that was really huge for me, that creative side. Um, yeah. So do you want, do you want to talk a little bit about that, that vessel of um, creative spirits and us and our meetings, etc.? delay tonight i do but you keep freezing so you just let me know if you can hear me and i'll just go (laughs) i can hear you now (laughs) okay perfect then i will just start (laughs) well actually i love that you said that because and why creative spirit just kind of really works into this because we both met each other like we said through harness your healing brilliance which was all all about you know learning which um, archetypes we were which helped us with our healing all about integrating the shadow also getting over the wounded healer which was huge for me and I think for you too Kate you know this whole thing of you know to be a healer you're not allowed to accept money you're not allowed to brag too much you're not allowed to really show up you kind of have to be visible enough that people want to come to you but not so visible you know that you shine too brightly and um, I really love this, that we really worked through that shadow integration and really looked at some of the lies behind that and how that keeps you safe because that's ego coming in. That's ego telling you, oh, you know, be shiny, but not too shiny. Don't dull anyone else's light, which is total shit. <laughs> because in the Absolutely. end, the brighter you are, the more you encourage other people to shine. Because by dulling your light, you're just telling other people, don't shine. Lead mm. by example. And so we you know we were working together through this. And, and at the same time, I also did the Spirit Junkies Master Course by Gabby Bernstein. Ah, cool. And the number one thing I took from this and which I've applied to everything was this ego thing. And that was the very beginning of the course. You know, she sits down and she tells you right away, your most destructive thing in your life will be your ego. But you have to learn that when someone tells you this isn't big enough, or if you're writing something and it's, you know, bad first draft or not something that you think that the whole world would listen to, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. Mm. That's your ego coming in and perversing. You've already done your job. 
And that one person can be you. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be another person. But ego likes to step in and tell us, oh, no, you know, if you're not a bestseller or, you know, you're not Gabby Bernstein, <laughs> you know, if you're not well-known or something that's going to blow you out of the water type thing, it, it's not okay. You know, you got to go big or go home. And this was huge for me, too, to realize, okay, I'm allowed to have my own voice. And when I try mm -hmm. to stifle that voice, that is just ego stepping in telling me, oh, keeping me safe and your brain will do that your brain will kill you to keep you safe <laughs> yeah because it knows that change is hard that transformation you know growing up through the mud going through the cocoon it doesn't matter which light to darkness it's not easy yeah it's not it's going to require you to look at yes just Exactly. And what's even harder for me sometimes is realizing, okay, not only is this hard to deal with, but I might never get rid of it. Even looking at it straight in the face, this might be part of me for the rest of my life. And that's not easy. And then integrating that into who you are. And mm -hmm. I think this was really important, but also part of the spiritual journey and how the creative spirit helps you in healing, in becoming a better person in your spiritual transformation is realizing, oh, wait, this is my ego coming in. Let's sit down and work with this and then do it anyway. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I love that you're doing spirit junkies as you sort of done, did harness your healing um, brilliance because for me, my, my, my business was spiritual. So I was going, oh, I'm doing card readings and I'm offering these things. But once I had that relationship with Wounded Healer and I had that relationship and started to learn about this awakening and the awakened healer and that I can, I do have things to share. I can heal myself and I can facilitate other people's healings. <gasps> My spiritual journey was just kapow. And which is what we sort of wanted to focus on, apart from that our name is um, the creative spirits, um, but was like spirit every day. So did that course really, like um, the spirit junkie course, really help you integrate spirit into the everyday? You know what? Less so than harness your healing brilliance. Mm -hmm. I actually took it because that was the point was mm -hmm. really um, how to bring a spiritual business about and bring it into a spiritual practice. And it was a great course and it really helped me. But um, what I really found with spirit junkies, it was a very big overview where Sarah took me down to do creativity and healing and everything else is you need to go into the foundation and I felt like Gabby built the house mm -hmm. but Sarah helped me go down to look at my foundation and realize are these foundations creaky and you know it's dark down there and it's scary down there and that's the part you don't want to deal with mm. but if you don't it doesn't matter how beautiful the house is that you're building it's just going to collapse on those creaky foundations wow. so I highly recommend it but I do recommend doing the work first yes. <laughs> because otherwise it doesn't matter do you know what? I just had the biggest epiphany because during last year, especially, I was doing a lot of yin yoga and I wrote it down as you were talking about um, the discomfort and the mud and everything. It's finding comfort in the discomfort and not getting comfortable because that's where the, it's danger zone mm. there. It's danger zone in that I hate, I don't really like using the term low vibe. I feel like it can sound a little bit judgmental and a little bit, you know, ooh, that's low vibe. But unfortunately, yeah. we can get so caught up in the lower vibration that we forget that there are these other vibrations, these other energies, these limitless potentials that we can be a part of. And so, yeah, for me, that 
um, it would yin yoga coming into my body and going, oh, be comfortable, find comfort in the discomfort was a really big part of my spiritual journey because it was like, wow, coming into body is just as much as, woohoo, yeah, I meditated and went elsewhere. Mm-mm. I came in, I sat in who I was, yes. I embraced it. Yes. Mess, 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 mess. Mm. Love that you said that too, because yoga was also huge. So for me, yeah. like this was the online component of creativity, but actually mm. the, the getting uncomfortable. The, and I had to go to class. I did some online courses and it was great. But mm. when things got too messy online, I used to stand up and turn it off. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the yoga class, I was forced to sit there with the discomfort. And mm-hmm. I don't, the thing is with low vibes, I think there's nothing wrong with them. The problem is when you try to fight them, when you run away from yes. them, that's the issue. Because yep. then they're constantly there. And mm-hmm. that's also what you're kind of giving off then at the moment. Because you're like, I'm, you're shoving them down. You're denying them. You're like, okay, high vibes only, high vibes only, high vibes only. And you become like this crazy person, you know, who's like, high vibes only. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas it's really important to do that work, right? It's important to get into your mess. It's important to feel it. And feeling it is essential and something that we really fight. And what I find that yoga and creativity is important for, and it, you need it for your transformation. It, you can't deal with it's like Marilyn Monroe said actually if you can't handle me on my bad days you don't deserve me on my good days and we need that relationship with ourselves yes yes incredible perfect perfect yeah exactly yeah love all of us (laughs) and with ourselves not just Mm. with other people I love calling, um, you know, that over overthinking, being hard on ourselves, going, why aren't, why aren't I being all sparkly all the time? Uh, to me, that's soul sabotage. We're sabotaging our souls, right? So, um, yeah, like when yes. you start to go, well, I'm not going to go to class and I'm not going to do that and I'm going to press, I'm not going to listen, I'm not going to listen to that podcast, <laughs> those creative spirit podcasts. <laughs> but when you try to sabotage that potential, that rising, that awakening, that's when you get stuck in those, those ruts, those feelings of anxiety, um, putting yourself down, uh, martyr um, mentality where you're not giving to self. And I really believe that's where our passions live and that's where spirit came in to bring us together because we're all about give to you and then whatever comes out of giving to you, sure, give that to the world in whichever way sits right with your true heart and soul's desire. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and this is also something that I've started learning big time. You know, I've started reading a lot about Inanna and the Inanna descent and this mm-hmm. whole thing with ego and the pain and being stripped away. And I think this is what it comes down to is that often when we don't want to be there, um, we're like I said, double because we're giving our gifts based on a viewpoint of who we think we are. Okay, mm. so I am this person, and so I will give my gift in this way. Mm. And that's ego talking because ego is telling you, okay, well, you want people to think this of you. You know, they want to think that you're wise or you're, you know, mm. kind or you're sweet or you're whatever. Mm. Sparkly, you know, glitter goddess, you know, all the time. <laughs> no one's sparkly glitter goddess all the time. It's impossible. <laughs> you know, like, even with drugs, you're not sparkly glitter girls all the time. There's a crash. There's a reason. <laughs> the crash is Exactly, right? But the nice thing with Inanna and the descent and then giving up all, all your um, beliefs about who you are, and you really then come right down to the pure 
pure version of yourself. And then when you come back, you start then picking up these pieces so you can integrate them into who you are. So for instance, you know, if you are a mother and you're a wife and you're a writer or you're all these different things, then when you do the Inanna descent, you give up, okay, I'm not a wife. I have no control over this person. He doesn't belong to me or she doesn't belong to me. And to go down, you're my child. Okay, you know what? I give up relationship to my child. No relationship there. I give up being who I am as a writer. And all of a sudden, you strip away all these ego-defining moments of who you are. Who are you with all that gone? <sighs> and that's where you're, it's horrible. It's actually described as being on the meat hook in wow. the myths. And mm. that's what she is. She's stripped of everything, and then she's put on a meat hook. And you think, this is horrible. <laughs> you know, like, but what you've gone through, I mean, last year for me was horrible. I lost my brother. You know, he died of a drug overdose, which was just uh, not unexpected, but at the same time, Awful. horrifying. Mm. I seriously considered ending my relationship a month beforehand. You know, like, it was really a writer. And once you lose your brother, you realize, why can't I lay claim to writer? <laughs> That's nothing in the grand scheme of things. Mm. But also like, okay, I looked at my relationship and I thought to myself, well, what do I want from him? What do I want from this relationship? Same with motherhood. I was looking around going, okay, but these little babies are so wonderful, but they don't need to be the center of my life. You know, these are all things that I'm defining through other people's perceptions of what a writer is, of what a sister is, of what a mother is. And then you're kind of stripped of everything. You go, okay, now I go back and I reclaim them, but on my terms, this is who I am. This is getting out of the golden cage. In the golden cage, you know, you're a mother, you're a sister, you're a daughter, you're a writer, you're whatever you are based on other people's perceptions of you. When you get out of the golden cage, you know, you've done your inana descent and you say, this is who I am. But, you know, you're hung on a meat hook. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> These gifts do not come cheap. No. That's, that's incredible. That gets me quite, um, just really emotional because it really just comes down to surrendering all of it. Like it's just surrender, no, no defining. And I really struggle with this, um, in my, in my spiritual business because sort of people go, Oh yeah. So what are you? And I'm like, ah, I just, just very spirit led. It's very intuitive. I'm like, I admit, I'm just too, I, I don't, I can't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because if whatever I am, it's empowering. It makes other people happy. It makes me happy. Ah, struggle street because I have surrendered. I've surrendered, surrendered, surrendered so much to the point where now it is a matter of going, okay, well, without ego, what yeah meat hook i need to i need to be meat hooked <laughs> really <Yep. laughs> we're just we're, and, and this is why the ego steps in it's yeah. trying to stop you from getting on that meat hook yeah it knows it's going to be painful but what mm. it's doing is instead of making you feel that pain all at once it's dragging it out slowly it's stopping the transformation Yes. Wow. That's, and so and it's really still an ego thing because society does, you know, we, everything is labeled, you know, everything. I know beautiful mothers. I know super mums and they, they will call themselves bad mums. And I go, ah, holy heck, if you're a bad mum, yeah. 
I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to bad mum school for a very long time. So um, all of these labels, putting modalities to things, that was part of our spiritual journey with um, Sarah K. Jones, wasn't it? It was like, well, we don't need to define anything to say that we're awakened healers. Mm-hmm. We need to trust. We need to own. We need to be. And to do all that, we do need to surrender and strip bare to put ourselves back together again in a way that defines our true authentic self. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. That's so awesome. I love it. I've been wearing like so much- easier said than done. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We know we're saying it. We're telling you to do it, but we're going to tell you too. It's going to be painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But less pain in the wrong, you won't run with more gain. <laughs> there is there is no magic wand here, guys. Like this is just sharing cake going, Oh, looking back at that, wow, I've I am here now. But yeah. like we said, like we really stressed in our first podcast is we are constantly evolving. We're all constantly evolving. And there is sometimes the beautiful butterfly days, the gl- glitter. We mentioned it already <laughs> um, today. There's the glitter and the sparkles, but then there's the there's the crappy in the dark. And it's being okay with all of it, like absolutely being okay with all of it. Yeah. Simple. Wow. So a couple exactly. of other things we're going to talk about was, um, and this, this is perfect because we're like, yeah, here's this. Yeah. Yeah. Power to us. Easy peasy. And then we're like, no, actually it's not that easy. What does happen? What do you do, Sherry, when you fall off the bandwagon, the spiritual bandwagon? <laughs> Or when you do want to define yourself, but you can't or whatever it is that you feel out of alignment, let's say. And it will always happen. I mean, this is something that, yeah, no matter what, it's going to happen. Sometimes it takes longer. The more aware you are, you would have bigger spaces in between. But winter is coming. (laughs) Not just on Game of Thrones, right? Like it's it's going to come. Winter is here in Australia. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, and I think the big thing then is really, for me, you can tell me yours afterwards, but for me is really to do that, to step back and go, okay, there's something wrong for too long. And I think this is also a big thing. There's bad days where you're kind of like, okay, you know, maybe I just did this wrong or that wrong or whatever. But when bad days become bad weeks that become bad months, you, I believe now you've just started your inanna descent because it will happen more than once in your life. Mm. And really reading about this has helped me realize what's been going on for my life in cycles. And mm. then I realized, okay, well, then the best thing to do is actually to pull back, to not just have my spiritual practice be like part of a daily thing, but actually go mm. deeper into almost a retreat-like type thing now Mm. if you have the money and time and luxury of actually going on a retreat do Mm. it but Mm. most of us don't have that luxury time or money (laughs) so i highly recommend though really then getting like we said look the first episode was healthy boundaries get out there carve them in take the time go to a yoga class if you have to i mean i end up hitting yoga classes when i'm in my worst parts sometimes twice a day like morning and evening like Mm -hmm. if i can't go to a studio i will then hit it on the um youtube sit through it make yourself sit through it because that's what we want to do we want to fight it we want to run away from it and when you want to run away from it is when you need to run towards it Mm -hmm. and and that's the big one for me you know sit down if you're into essential oils you know set your diffuser pull out your journal and write through everything that came up during the yoga video you know um pull out 
an Inanna descent. You know what? They're all over the internet and map your personal descent onto the one that's on there. I'm sorry, my kid's singing and I'm going to pop out here for a bit. <laughs> I love it. I love the singing. We love the singing. We love the singing. Mine are only not singing because you know, there. But it is really... Well, they were supposed to go on actually but the problem was that last night we actually were in a really swelly place and oh no one slept last night so we didn't get up until almost eight o'clock so that's normally they would be gone but we didn't wake up today it's but I think, yeah so the big one is to actually and i think that's a huge healer okay <laughs> is to do this inana descent you know map out well if you don't mind i'll go back down because i think that um you can't hear me otherwise um is to do this inana descent to look at where you attaching to things and imposing your ego definition as opposed to your own definition and just let it go. Absolutely. There's actually a great book, Journey to the Dark Goddess. I can't remember who wrote it. I'll put it in the show notes, but Journey to the Dark Goddess is awesome. a Bible for when things get wrong. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. Yes. Please share, please share, share, share. Um, so, oh, wow. I think like keeping it simple, right? Keeping it simple and, and leaning, leaning into spirit and, and trusting in spirit. And if you're new to spirit and you're going, what are you guys talking about? Or if like even, you know, the word spirit, you're, <laughs> you're interested, but you're like, I don't know. Um, to me, I'm, I'm all about simplifying spirit. So, you know, start with connecting to mother nature, communicate with the wind. What, it, what, it, what are your, what's your external environment telling you? That, that you need to do because that's not necessarily running. That's still connecting to self, you know, that's still going, okay, I'm going to sit with this and yes. you're sit with your environment, something out of um, family, friends, social media, you know, it's just looking at those dark gray clouds or that bright sunny environment and seeing where you're sitting in that. So yeah, then you can go, okay, spirit speak to me and trust in that intuitive gut to go I do need that yoga um, or I do need that walk every day or I do need to just buy a nice tea and drink that nice tea like so yeah when I when I fall off the bandwagon it can often um, include a bit of a tantrum a bit of a meltdown definitely a nice cry and a, and a wonderful release ego can creep in like a mofo and do you know I've really got to cleanse that and go okay you're <laughs> I'm usually incredibly tired trying to do 120 things at once and I'm not listening to that inner voice that connects me to spirit so mm -hmm. finding finding a way to um tune into that really simple ways mother nature going for a walk getting outside um can really really help I think yeah Huge. Yes. I'm just thinking the whole thing. I was like, ground, stop telling yourself stories from the past. Stop trying to control the future and mm -hmm. just really ground into the moment. Like you said, lean into spirit. And that's when I, that's what I always think when I think lean into spirit. It's just ground right here, right now and mm -hmm. breathe. Always breathe. Always breathe. Intention oh, you froze on me. Ah, how funny. <laughs> so ironic to freeze when we just said breathe. Oh, you're back. Okay. <laughs> that was our little freeze moment. That was our little take a breath. Yeah. Spirit's like, here you go. Have a breath. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that's definitely um, keep, keeping it simple. 
definitely keeping it simple and that there are ways and there are people, there's the Sherry's and there's Kate's, there's us that are here to support people in keeping it um, simple in keeping their connection to spirit simple and their creative outlets simple as well. Like, yeah, there's so much magic in the simplicity of mother nature and our creative souls. I don't know if you heard any of that, but hopefully the recording did because I think we've lost Sherry. So I'm going to wrap up our second podcast of Creative Spirits and say thank you so much to Sherry. Thank you all for listening. And there'll be more of these. So let us know how you're finding them, if you're connecting with them. And you can find Sherry at Creative Mermaids or myself at Gumboots by the Sea. And we're here to love, support you as we're all um, in this together, the messy middle, the mud, and the light and shiny sparkly days as well. So all our love, Sherry, thank you. All her love to all of you for listening and being here. And I'm going to say bye-bye. Loads of love. Bye.